Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It's On The Pace for the next 15 minutes or so here on Sky Sports Radio discussing all things New South Wales harness racing and it's a very, very busy week still to come off the back of the Bathurst Western Tab Regional Championships final run last night. It was a great meeting across the board uh, and in the end that big group one went the way of Kian Cruiser and Gemma Hewitt is about to join us as well. She was able to snare her first group one in that final. She had two runners and she ended up running first and third with her trainees. No doubt a, a huge thrill. So now we move on to tomorrow night at Newcastle for the Hunter Region Championship Metropolitan Final Saturday night. Wagga uh, on Sunday evening as well. It's a Sunday night time slot as well. Just note that. So still more Group 1s to come up this week. And Clayton Harmy will be uh, joining us also in the next few moments. But Gemma Hewitt has been kind enough to join us Today, to discuss that big Group 1 victory, I'm sure she's still uh, on an absolute high after her pace at Key and Cruiser managed to get the job done. Again, thanks for your time, Gem, and congratulations. A Group 1 winning trainer has a nice ring to it. Yeah, good morning, Brittany. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, all starting to sink in a bit now, but it was a phenomenal night. Yeah, even aside from that Group 1 victory, you trained three on the card. You drove two of them yourself. So... Even aside from that big one, which I'm sure you just would have been happy to get that job done, you're able to still get a few wins around it. So just amazing. Yeah, it was an unreal night. Um, <clears throat> you know, I was pretty pretty lucky with Kiang Marvin. I just got out in, in, the, in the nick of time and got that win, and that was really nice. It's his first start for me, and I own him. And later on then in the night to top it off with Water Terror, um, that was really special too. He, he's done an injury, done a tendon as an early two-year-old, and... Yeah, it's sort of been a long 12 months with stem cell and recovery and rehab and to get him back to the track and to win a maiden with him was just a special, yeah. Yeah, great to see him repay you for your faith as well. What a Terran. It doesn't look as though it'll be the last win for him either. But back to Kian Cruiser. How did you come about grabbing this pacer? He's a four-year-old by some beach somewhere and he was bred by the Craven family. So that's where that keying, I guess, prefix comes from. Was he one that you picked out yourself and you approached them knowing that this race was in the, the future or did you see him come up for sale? Was it the loaders that, that purchased him? How did you come about getting him into your stable? Yeah, so I took a little break in December and I went up to the Gold Coast for a week and I was only up there for about a day and um, <clears throat> Wayne Loder gave me a ring, a ring and he just said, um, how's your holidays going? I said, yeah, not too bad. I've only been here a day or whatever. And he just said, um, he just noticed on the trading ring that, yeah, the Kiang guys had put on um, about eight or ten horses for sale. They'll have a bit of a clearing sale and to move some horses on. And he just said to me, I'd like you to go through them all and see if there's any that you like. And um, with a few races in mind, obviously, the honoree, the Soldier Saddle and the Star Trek series at Bathurst had a nice bonus to him this year, a $30,000 bonus if you won all three. And Wayne said, I'd like to buy a horse that um, we could target for that sort of thing and then later on down the track for the regional championships. So um, did a fair bit of research on them all and some were spelling, some were too old, some were a bit young and um, some were a bit high in grade and things like that. So I went through them all and um, he was the one I'd come up with at the end uh, that I felt suited all the ticked all the boxes um, that we were after and, yeah, had a bit of a chat to Jason Lee and they've been really good, yeah, so he put me in the direction of him and, yeah, we purchased him, yeah, late December and unfortunately didn't pay off that first race series. Um, yeah, he qualified for the final on Boxing Night and he 
he mucked up and had two false starts and got disqualified. So that threw that straight out the window. But we've learned a lot since then. Yeah, you would have been probably scratching your head after that one. But in the end, he's managed to pull through. Talk us through the race last night. Unfortunately, you weren't able to take the reins on either of your runners. And I'm assuming that if you could have anyway, you would have had to drive your own Cassius back. So you engaged Luke McCarthy to drive this bloke. He looked the one to beat from the draw. He was able to lead early, which was probably the first tick. But then uh, Cassius back a little bit keen up on his outside. You must have been thinking, oh, goodness, I hope they don't bring each other undone here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I um, yeah, sort of didn't expect Cash to be up in the death seat either. But, um, you know, Dad saw Scallop before the score up and that really changed the race. And uh, so Cash went forward. And, yeah, I, I know he can get keen. It, it's just one week he does and one week he doesn't. And, um yeah, he sort of really latched on for Brad last night. He's feeling really good and um, <clears throat> knew that wasn't going to suit him over the long trip either. So, um, yeah, I think it was in Luke's best interest to let him go as well because he was really keen on the outside. But I was scratching my head at the time thinking, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't part of the plan. But anyway, the results still ended up being uh, in the right way in the end. And it must have been a funny feeling as well because Crazy Shippo, a horse that your dad trained, your brother was driving, was a horse that was closing over the concluding stages. So you would have been thinking to yourself, oh, gosh, go away, Dad. Like, are you going to beat me in this one? Because he did close out quite quickly, Crazy Shippo. So for you guys to run in the trifecta as a family unit, that makes it even more special. Yeah, definitely. It was um, yeah, it was unreal. I actually thought Shippo was going to get us. So I knew he'd had a really quiet run for fence, and he's just got a deadly dash, you know, over the last 150 metres or so when he's done no work and on the fence that... That horse really gets home well. So um, I, I did think he was actually going to get us at one stage, but Cruiser pulled out just enough. Yeah, the loaders have been great supporters of the family, particularly over the, the last few years buying some really well-bred young stock and then obviously still looking for, for older horses as well. So uh, I saw Wayne was there. He must have been thrilled. Yeah, yeah. Wayne and Julie were both there and all their family and, and their kids. And it was lovely. That was their first group one win. And they definitely deserve it. They're putting a lot of money into the sport. And, um, you know, I know our family would be lost without them. We're really grateful for the support they've given us. But, yeah, what they're doing for the sport and in particular New South Wales harness racing is unbelievable. So, yeah, they deserve every success they get. Certainly. So now you switch attention to next Saturday night, the super final at Menangle. So there's no rest from that perspective. You've got to, I guess, put your eye on another target now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he'll have to line up again next Saturday night. Um, I guess my driver will probably be out of action um, knowing that he's got two of the favourites in the Sydney final this weekend. So, you know, we'll just wait and see how it goes. But, yeah, that'll be perfect, you know, a 10-day turnaround and he'll be ready to go again. With your licence, how long until you can get your A-grade licence? Yeah, so they told me, because I did try to apply for it during the week, um, but it was unsuccessful. I've had the right amount of wins and drives, but... Uh, you've got to hold it for a minimum of 18 months now. So, And I'm only eight months in. So, yeah, I think they said after May next year, maybe reapply. So, a long oh, way. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> certainly is, particularly when you've got all those uh, credentials ticked off. Maybe you can keep pestering them a little bit as you get, yeah. as you get a little closer. But congratulations, Gemma, on that Group 1 success. And best of luck for next week. It would be pretty amazing if you could uh, get that super final under the belt as well. But uh, well done on that victory and well done on that big plan coming together. Uh, congratulations. Thank you very much, Brittany. Thank you.
Gemma Hewitt there, the now Group 1 winning trainer of Kian Cruiser in the TAB Regional Championships Western Final last night. Luke McCarthy and the bike drove a, a great race considering things probably went a little bit uh, pear-shaped at the 1,200 metres. He was able to, that's why he's one of the best, he was able to go back to the drawing board, take a trail and in the end uh, it was still the same result that he was hoping for, maybe just in a different manner. Crazy Shippo second for Bernie and Jason Hewitt and Cassius back for Gemma and Brad Hewitt back in third. We now switch our attention to Newcastle tomorrow night for that Hunter region final. And Clayton Harmy, well, he's looking to do the big double after he competed in this series last year and won it with Kanye Crusader. It was his initial group one, so he's looking to double down this year. And he's been kind enough to join us this morning. Morning, Clayton. I bet it's full steam ahead to tomorrow night now. Hey, Britt. Uh, yeah, it sure is. Um... Pretty exciting, um, having uh, you know, two decent horses in it this year, and hopefully I don't jinx myself, but uh, I think I'm in a better position this year than I was last year um, with the two I have. Were you scratching your head when the barrier draws came through, though? Two second row, two second row draws. Um, well, I didn't realise they got done on Monday, and I was in Sydney at a specialist appointment, and uh, the local paper rang me and said uh, the fields are out, and he's the one that uh, gave me the news, and. Um, one of the draws is perfect and, uh, yeah, the other one, well, it's just the number. So, uh, yeah, I was a bit shocked, but, uh, one's perfect. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, I mean, it's only a starting point. It's how you finish off in the end. That's, uh, that's the important part. Let's talk through the two main chances. Well, your two chances in that, uh, main race tomorrow night. Major Bob, he was probably the top seed coming into this series. When you had a look at the nominations, he looked to be one of the class runners and he was able to qualify in the first week, which I assume is perfect that you've had the time to, to get him spot on for this final now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brett, you know, his form is pretty good. He raced in the Bathurst Gold Crown as a two-year-old. He sort of raced against the better horses pretty much of his younger career. So, um, yeah, he's sort of one of my better horses, that's for sure. Um, I was a little bit underdone going into the heat because if I did have to go three weeks, that's not his go. He likes to stay a bit fresh. Um, so that's why we drove him in the heat with a sit and uh, Jack drove him great and looked after him. Um, and then, yeah, it was beautiful. Once I made the final, I was, I was able then to prepare for this week. So we give him just a quiet trial the other Wednesday night. Uh, he just followed them around and um, he trained this week very strong. Um, yeah, he's right on, right where I want him and, um, yeah, very happy with his fitness and, and he's fresh. You know, one run and he goes straight into the final. I'm assuming the plan will be to work straight off the fence and get into the running line tomorrow night. I'll leave that up to Jack. I'm not too concerned. Um, you know, you never want to be on the fence, but this horse is very fast, um, you know, so um, I'll leave it up to Jack what he wants to do. And Soho Sinatra is your other runner, uh, was able to win last week, so he didn't target the first week heats with him. Uh, he was It was only a narrow victory in the end, but a victory all the same, so that's all you can do, win. Yeah, it was a bit of a um, hard week last week with him because, unfortunately, he was in the first round of heats, but it just sort of went amiss a little bit, and I sort of could have starred him, but then, you know, he, he may not have went as well. So I took the chance of just scratching him and going into the second round, hoping that he would qualify, and, and lucky enough, he did. Um, this horse, even though he hasn't been driven often uh, with a set, he is a much, much better horse driven off the speed than he is in front. So, you know, he, he's won most of the time for me in front, but he don't like it. We can't even work him in front here at home. Uh, he just won't go. So 
um, yeah, he's much better with the sit, and I think you'll see a totally different horse tomorrow night than you've seen last week. It's actually funny you say that. I was going through the form yesterday and looking, and the majority of his races, you mentioned, because he's got that gate speed, he's found himself out in front. But his effort at Menangle two starts ago in 152 and a piece in that country series final, that was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And there was another time at Newcastle, uh, he come from way back in the field to uh, Yoha, and I'm not sure of the exact time, but they probably went a high 52 or low 53 around Newcastle. And he closed home really strong. Um, I think it was something like that. And he got back in the field. But just with the grade, um, that the NR rating he was around here, um, it was always hard to try to drive him with a set. And um, so that's why he led. But um, tomorrow night, drawing barrier 10, that's the perfect draw I wanted for him. Um, he gets his opportunity to uh, show everyone how fast he is. You've engaged two younger reinsmen to steer your charges. That's, I guess, a real um, tip of the hat to the, I guess, young talent that's coming through the scene here in New South Wales in particular because, you know, there's so many great established drives in the region or even from the metro region that I'm sure would have been happy to come and steer one of your horses in the $100,000 Group 1 race, but you've stuck solid with these boys. Yeah, well, I, I sort of worked out a long way out, you know, assuming that we would make the final. And I spoke to the owners, um, David and Kim Carpenter, and, and asked who they'd like. And, and um, they said Jack, which I was pretty pretty happy that they selected Jack because of um, our success last year together. Um, you know, winning my first group one. And, you know, I've always give Jack a drive whenever I could in Hunter Valley as well. But um, just when they said Jack the driver, that was, that was great. And, um, you know, I told Jack, you know, if his dad's horse made the race, well, I understood if he had to drive that. But, uh, yeah, I was pretty pretty excited to, to stick with Jack. And um, young Will, he um, just started driving again a bit for me. And um, Aaron, the owner of Soho, said, uh, you know, keep him on. And he done nothing wrong the first few times he drove him. And, yeah, we weren't going to go and take him off just because it was a bigger run. He got him there, and um, yeah, he's entitled to the drive. Yeah, certainly. There's a great... There's a, the, a big amount of young rainsmen taking their drives tomorrow night in that Hunter region final. So great opportunity for them. For our Sky Sports Radio on the pace listeners, if they're going to follow one horse tomorrow night, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's your best chance? Well, I I do have a soft spot for uh, Major Bob um, just for what he's done. But um, I really think Soho Sinatra could um, really step up. And uh, I like yeah really like Soho Sinatra. I can't split the two of them. The soft spot with me is Major Bob, but, um, yeah, I'd have to be tipping Soho Sinatra. All righty. He goes around at a nice little price as well, Soho Sinatra. Thanks for your time this morning, Clayton. We'll see you tomorrow night on track. Thanks, Britt. Clayton Harmy there looking for his second Tab Regional Championship tomorrow night. As he mentioned, uh, he combined with Jack Callaghan last year with Kanye Crusader to take it out. This year, maybe a different scenario with two runners drawn off the second line, but a good push there for Soho Sinatra, who will wear the 10 saddle cloth. 7.04, race number five on a nine-race card, is that Group 1 final tomorrow night as part of the nine-race card that gets underway at 5.03. We have Penrith tonight, though, eight races, 6.07 starting time there. So hopefully you can build a nice little bank at Penrith tonight before we roll on to Group 1 racing across the next three days in New South Wales. Fred Hastings will be on to find some winners tomorrow morning. Best of luck to all connections as well over the weekend with Group 1 Racing.